It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, the Oklahoma City Thunder have extended Kenrich Williams to a multi-year contract. What this means for the Thunder long-term and what a great story that Kenrich Williams provides all of us in Oklahoma City. Plus, will the Thunder actually compete this year and what will winning games look like in Bricktown this upcoming season? All of that and more coming up on today's Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, media member, and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOTHUNDERPOD. Email the show, LOTHUNDERPOD at gmail.com on today's show. We're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder handing out a multi-year contract extension to Kenrich Williams. What is the long-term outlook for the Oklahoma City Thunder roster? What does this look like next year and beyond for their flexibility? And how can the Thunder compete this year? And what will winning games look like in Bricktown? Plus, just an awesome story around Kenny Hustle. But again, thank you so much for tuning in to Lockdown Thunder, your teams every day, making us your first listen each and every morning. Subscribe for free across all platforms so you never miss an episode. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball every day. So, Let's start with the fact that this is just simply a cool story. Like we're going to get into, you know, the nitty gritty and get into, you know, how this impacts the team on the floor. But taking a step back, Kenneth Williams is a guy who had no division one offers out of high school. He goes to TCU is able to have a good career. There gets picked up by the Pelicans. And then, 
he's thrown into the Steven Adams trade. His first year in OKC, he's on the roster bubble, but had a career year after surviving that roster crunch. Let's just stay right there. Surviving the roster bubble was already a huge cherry on top. A lot of times players will say things like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be in this position. And, you know, we can all kind of see through that as players speak, just like there's coach speak, there's players speak. Kenneth Williams is one of the guys that that message really stays firm and is true. No D1 officer at high school, goes to TCU, gets on with an NBA team, but then it's just a castaway in a trade is on the roster bubble. And when you look at other guys who are deemed thrown into a trade, Zillin Cheatham, Josh Gray, Darius Miller, those guys are just guys that are thrown into thunder trades in the last couple of seasons. Zillin Cheatham and Josh Gray have played a combined one game in the NBA since they were deemed a throw-in. Darius Miller, of course, played like 12 games that first year for the Thunder. Hasn't played since. So to survive that undertaking in the NBA, the dark side of the league is very impressive. It's kind of like we talk about with veteran players. They don't want to sign that first minimum deal because once you once you get bought out and signed for the minimum, you're viewed as a minimum kind of, kind of player the rest of your career. And so you kind of want to evade that branding as much as possible. You also want to evade this branding of oh, we just threw him to the side. We just threw him in that trade to match salaries. It wasn't a big deal. And a lot of times that, that a lot of times that's just where your career starts and stops, and that's all, it, that's all there is to it. But for Kenny Hustle, he was able to not only survive training camp, not only was he able to have a career year his first year in Oklahoma City, he found a way to make himself indispensable both on and off the floor. Again, the career year is nice, shooting you know 40% from three, whatever is great. Uh, the hustle plays that he makes, the defensive plays that he has um, th- that really help you and contribute to winning basketball and winning culture in Oklahoma City. But the the story I'll never forget regarding Kenneth Williams is after that COVID year where no fans were allowed, right? After the bubble, but, you know, still in, in the pandemic and still no fans allowed at the Paycom Center. Uh, after the season was over, we had our end-of-season media availabilities like we always do. And uh, Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman asked Mark, How'd you guys do it? Because remember, that year, COVID was running rampant. Teams were having to use emergency players. Like, it was not going well at points in, for the league, at, you know, back then. And the Thunder were able to evade all COVID breakouts and were able to evade all of that. Now, it ended up biting them the next year, obviously, this past season. But for that time being, the Thunder had escaped all of, all of the whole COVID outbreaks. And so Barry asked a good question, you know, how did you guys find the motivation to keep doing everything the exact right way for this whole grind of a season where you're testing every day and you are kind of quarantining in your, in your hotel room and only can go to certain approved restaurants and you know, you're, you're, you're living life kind of in the bubble, but not exactly in the bubble. Of course you're, you're out and about, but it's still very restricted on you and just the grind of we're doing all this and losing games. Let's be honest. You're losing games while having to put up with, all this adversity off the floor. How'd you guys keep a good attitude about that? And Mark, without hesitation, said that, you know, if anybody raised, you know, an issue or complained or skipped the test or didn't show up to a test, right? 
Kenneth Williams would grab you by the shirt collar. Is how that is how Mark described it. You notice how other teams had guys who just missed a COVID test or were late to tip off because they had to they had to quarantine and then test uh, that same day. That never happened in OKC. So providing that leadership, providing that stability, and and having that presence about you, despite not being a renowned player, that all just shows how important Kenneth Williams is. You got to think about it again. Coming into that, coming into that season, the, the pandemic season with no fans, he was on the roster bubble. He was not deemed a great NBA player by any means, and he he, he did not have the cachet on the floor to be the leader that he ended up being. And that's how much guys just naturally respect him and how much his voice naturally you know, carries in this league and in that locker room. So he made himself indispensable on and off the floor, and I think that that deserves a ton of credit and that deserves uh, you know, a ton of, of praise as well. And now he's a leader of a team that's very, very young, the youngest team in basketball still, especially as you move on from Jermichael Green, as you likely move on from Derek Favors, that, that average age comes down and down and down. Um, as you do that, and as you get younger, he's a guy that has been kind of, and, it, and will be, the leader in the bridge between old school, new school, culture setting, foundation setting. It's just really happy for the personal side of Kenneth Williams, who was able to make this happen, and again, able to survive the dark side of the league. And he's a guy who wants to be here. And that might not matter in a place like L.A. Everyone wants to be in L.A. But for a small market team, for an organization like the Thunder, having a guy who says he wants to retire in Oklahoma City, even if he's not a superstar player, is very important and just gives you that much more uh, of being a fan favorite and being a, a talented player and being a you know valuable player. You know, having somebody who values Oklahoma and values living in Oklahoma City and values being a part of this organization will help mentor the young guys even more so. So it's just awesome. You know, it's awesome by all accounts. And as we get into this contract and get into the numbers and get into the details of it, yes, you know, it's still a good trade piece, but for the time being in this segment, I just want to say very happy for the person, Kenneth Williams, very happy for the position that he is in right now and he put himself in. And I just cannot speak enough to how difficult it is to survive that roster turnover and survive that outlook whenever you're thrown into a trade like that. So we will continue talking about this contract and get into the details coming up. But first, I want to say right now, about our good friends over at Bet Online, folks. Bet Online is the fastest and best way to bet on all of your sport betting needs. Finally, the sport developments, uh, news, and events, including the number one source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news from every league, from Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, uh, and even combat sports, esports, and golf. So, Bet Online is your community source for the top uh, wagers and information, lines, odds, prop bets, things like that, as well as podcasts, scores, and betting. They have you covered at Bet Online. Go there right now today on your mobile device or on your computer. It's this easy, folks. You type in Bet Online and then you go to their sports book. And you might be saying to yourself, look, I only know about the NBA, I, I'm not going to bet on any other sport. You can bet on basketball right now today, and you might ask how you can do that. Well, you can bet on rookie season props. Chet Holmgren, over under two blocks per game this year. The over is at plus 135. If you believe 
that he can get over two blocks per game. You can make yourself some money at Bet Online. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're talking about Kenny Hustle's new deal, and he signs that extension, uh, and it's a four-year deal worth $27.2 million, a team option on that fourth year. He is under contract for the same length that SGA is under contract, that Josh Giddy, Chet Holmgren, Lou Dort, Jalen Williams, and Usman Jang is under contract, plus, you know, your 2023 first-round pick. Of course, with Chet and Giddy and uh, Williams and Jang in the first-round pick for next year, that's all based on the rookie scale extension. So, like, technically right now, if you went and looked at the uh, long-term money, it wouldn't say they're under contract, but of course they will be because of the rookie scale extension, whatever that happens in a couple of years for each guy. Uh, so this is kind of your group. It's SGA, Giddy, Chet, Dort, Kenny Hustle, Jalen Williams, Usman Jang, and then whoever you draft in this upcoming draft. Plus, of course, you know you, you have the other peripheral guys who aren't under, under contract necessarily for this entire time, but the, the guys under contract for the length of this max deal for Shea are those following names. The most Kenny Hustle gets paid is $7.5 million in one season, and that will be 2026-27. This is still a huge team-friendly deal. This deal is not eat into that 2023 offseason cap space. There's still a ton of flexibility. Still, he could be a huge piece for you, you know, if, if you need him to, but I believe that, that Kenny Hustle should be a long-term piece and that uh, Kenny Hustle should be a, a, a player that is a part of the core and a part of, you know, what the Thunder want them to do in the future. Now, it can't always work out that way. And when you start looking at this roster, what players can you supplement with draft picks to go all in on a top guy and on a star player? Those names get limited if you take off, of course, you know, if you make Chet Holmgren, SGA, and Josh Giddy untouchable, you take those names off, and then you don't want to trade rookie-scale guys. You take those guys off. You're left with only Kenny Hustle and Lou Dort, and can you combine one or both of them with a multi, with multiple first round picks and get a superstar player? Maybe that opportunity presents itself. Maybe it doesn't. But like I think that in general, it's hard to gain a Kenny Hustle out of nowhere, right? Just like it's hard to create a superstar and to trade for a superstar and to acquire superstar talent, it's also very hard to attract and acquire talent that fits the mold of Kenny Hustle, who's this three and D guy. It's a great culture setter. It's a great hustler that can set the set the kind of edge for you and set the tempo and set kind of the culture for your team. So I think that it's just as hard to find Kenny Hustle as it is to find, you know, a Bradley Beal in a sense. Because look at the last generation of Thunder basketball. How often would we love to have seen Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook play with a Ken, play with a Kendrick Williams, and we just couldn't find one in OKC. 
So, of course, you know, trades can still happen, and there will be opportunities to throw Kenny Hustle in a trade. But to this point, the Thunder have bypassed that opportunity. Uh, you know, they could have traded him and sold him high on during his career year at the deadline. Didn't happen. They could have traded him last year at the deadline. Didn't happen. He says he wants to retire here. The Thunder just gave him a, 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 a new contract. He signed a very, very, very team-friendly deal. He could have just said, no, I'll play for $2 million this year like I will anyway, and then I'll test the open market. And if this is my best offer, I'll come back and sign it. But if not, I think I can get some more money elsewhere. He could have done that. He could have played hardball. He didn't do that. So I think that these two sides truly do want to work together and want to um, be in this contract for the length of it in Oklahoma City. And so I, I am interested to see how kind of the rotation unfolds and and when this team starts to win, whether that be you know two years from now, three years from now, whenever that is, I think that Kenny Hustle will have his fingerprints all over it as a as a nice bench piece that can really help your second unit, especially um, not only get by, not only score, but especially just defend and bridge it back to your standard five. Because that's what you're looking for. Looking for a table setter. You're looking for a guy who can... Um, maintain the ship whenever, you know, Chet and Giddy and Shea come off the floor in the playoffs to, to kind of level out those on-off numbers for those three guys. So hopefully Kenny Hustle can do that. Hopefully, of course, the Ludwig contract can do that. But this deal, there can't be two sides to it. Now, I made my sides known about the Ludwig contract previously. You can go back and listen to that. Uh, but that, that, that contract, I can see why people would, would raise questions about it. You can't question this contract. No matter if you believe that the Thunder should trade him or not, I don't care. The actual physical contract of, you know, you know, four years extension for only two uh, seven point two. I mean, for twenty seven point two million dollars, where the highest amount you're going to get paid is seven point five million dollars in one season. You cannot argue anything but this is a great value for the Thunder uh, and a great value for you know, whatever NBA team possesses this contract for a guy like Kenneth Williams and, and for Kenneth Williams especially. So this is a great deal. This is a great contract. Uh, and again, you keep that 2023 offseason cap space flexibility. It's funny how that conversation has gone. Remember, you know, back after the year was over, uh, and then a week after the year was over, they had the Sam Presti press conference, uh, and he talked about how he wants to keep all his options open for 2023. And so uh, people were alerted by that. Eyebrows were raised by that. Uh, even so much that they kind of questioned, would, would Lou Dort even get paid? Uh, much less Kenneth Williams. And I think Sam Price has done a great job balancing that. I, I think that he's done a great job of, look, we're going to pay Kenny Hustle, going to pay Lou Dort, but still, if they really wanted to next year, they have the cap space to go all in in a trade and go all in and try to, uh, you know, try to improve this roster in a big way and make a big splash while still paying these two players. So I think they did a great job balancing it. Now, what's that mean for a guy like Ty Jerome and Darius Baisley, who are two other guys who are extension eligible this offseason that haven't gotten a deal yet. I don't I don't know if we're going to see an extension for either one of those guys, especially not Ty Jerome. I would be floored if we saw an extension for Ty Jerome. For Darius Baisley, I think that he's going to be a restricted free agent entering you know, opening night in OKC, and we've seen this play out in different ways before. Namely, most recently, Hamadou Diallo, right? He goes in. Is an expiring contract. Is uh, is last year in OKC, restricted free agent coming up. Uh, has a really nice start to that to that season. You know the the season it was two years ago. Whenever there's no fans, had a really good start to that season. Played great in New York. 
uh, and then gets traded for Sri Mikhailuk and goes to uh, goes to uh, Detroit. So we'll see how it all plays out, but I think that the extinctions are done. Although I'd like to see one for Darius Basley, I think that the extinctions are done for the offseason. And then uh, we'll talk about how this impacts the roster, but they've done a great job of making extensions, you know, signing back Mike Muscala in the offseason as well, signing uh, Kenny Hustle to an extension, signing Lou Dort to an extension, while still maintaining a ton of flexibility to go all in on 2023. And as of right now, I still believe that we will see a jaw-dropping improvement in 2023 offseason to this roster uh, that signals, okay, they're going to try to make the playoffs. They're going to try to get there, and they're going to try to, to actually win a lot of games and kind of maximize this roster in the next offseason. So I'm very excited for that. Very excited for this season as well to see how this team develops and grows. Let me know in the comment section down below how you feel about this deal for Kenny Hustle and how you feel about this deal for the Thunder as well. And would you have extended Kenny Hustle? I think that it'll be a resounding yes, but I do want to know from you how you feel about this contract extension. Uh, but coming up, let's talk about how the Thunder will win games this year and what the formula to winning games will look like. Plus, I want to tell you right now to go check out the Locked On NFL Top 50. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, Locked On is giving you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL, according to oddmakers at BetOnline. It's available July 18th on the Locked On NFL podcast wherever you get podcasts from, and on the Locked NFL podcast YouTube channel. Just type in Locked NFL, you're going to find it. And it sparked a ton of debates already, so get involved over there as well if you're an NFL fan. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LO ThunderPod. And I want to talk about the Thunder, and competing this year. Summer League, I think, got us all excited, especially that first Summer League game in Salt Lake City. Uh, and it had some fans thinking the tank is over, and I still see that in comment sections on, you know, comment sections on YouTube and stuff of, like, this team's going to go for the play-in. They're going to be closer to the play-in than they will for Victor Wembanyama at the top of the draft. Um, look, I don't have a crystal ball. I've always been one to say, let's see this play out, personally. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year if I, had to, if I had to bet money on it, but we'll see how it plays out. My question is, though, if you believe the tank is over and you believe that this team is good enough to go to the play and you believe that this team will not tank anymore and will win games, what's the formula to winning games as young teams typically struggle to win? I think that the formula to winning games is the Thunder battle, scratch, and claw for 
40 minutes, and then it's Shea time. And if Shea can will you to a win, if he can make something happen with his, with his ISO scoring or the playmaking off of that ISO scoring, then maybe you can win a close game and maybe you can you know kind of grind one out. But that's very tough to do over the course of 82. That's very, very tough to do. And the Thunder won a lot of close games last year. And of course, close games in nature are more sub, you know, more subjective to just randomness. I mean, remember the Pelicans game? Whenever Devontae Graham just launches a 84-footer just at the buzzer and somehow the Pelicans win that game after Shea did the impossible, you know, after, after Shea did the whole step back three for the tie, didn't matter, right? That's a game where you stayed in it all game and Shea goes for that epic three and eh, it gets washed away by uh, an even more fluke shot. Like Devontae Graham, love the guy. Right, I, I, Jayhawker and everything. He takes that shot 50 times. He makes it what? 10? Like, it's not a shot you make often, especially under the circumstances of having to get the shot off that way. That's just one example of like a close game that kind of was weird at the end. So that's the formula. Can this young team battle each and every night, keep it within 10 points with like eight minutes to go, and then can Shea just take over the game, take a blowtorch to the league, Whenever everyone knows that, that you have to key in on Shea and you have to double him and you have to put all the pressure on him, can he play make off of that? Can he score off of that? And can he will you to wins? And he will do that. There will be games in which he wins. There will be games in which he leads a comeback or he leads the team and, and, and he is able to, to pull a victory from the jaws of defeat. But again, that's a tough way to live 82 times a year. Not to mention back-to-backs, not to mention three games in four nights, not to mention any of that. And you will not head into many games where the formula changes. That formula is the same against every team who's better than you. Now, you're going to get games where, you know, the other team is resting and the other team is not playing their their top guys or they're on the back-to-back or they're at the schedule disadvantage they're at the rest of the advantage. You're going to get games like that, of course. You're going to get games where just teams are not having their best night. I mean, remember the, the Denver game where Jokic was just awful and, like, they benched him because he was just so bad. Why even play him? Like, that's going to happen. That's that's basketball. It happens for every team, no matter how good you are, no matter how bad you are, that happens. But pound for pound, just in general, everyone healthy, the whole league healthy, you know, you're not better than but four teams, five teams. Like, I think that this team is better than Houston. I think that this team is better than, you know, Orlando. I think that this team is better than San Antonio. I think that this team can be better than than Utah if they, you know, once they truly trade Donovan Mitchell, and we'll see kind of where that Donovan Mitchell trade lands and what they get back for. And I think that they're going to trade off a lot of their uh, competitive veterans as well in Utah. Like, I think that they can be better than that. Detroit, uh, I'd still lean OKC in that Detroit battle because of SGA. And that, that team does not have an SGA. But like past that, we're we're really getting down to it if everybody's healthy. You know, we're really getting against it. That's already starting the toss-up category. So like, can it happen? Yeah. Shea's special. I think that Chet will be very good for a rookie. I think that Josh Giddy will be very improved. I think that Jalen Williams will be a, a huge net positive. As far as rookies go and young players go, it's very hard to have a huge impact and have a have a winning impact. I think that Jalen Williams can do that. I think that he can be a rare rookie where he is helping you in a positive way win basketball games, for sure. However, again, it's a tough way to live, 42 games. So I just don't know 
what that would look like. And, and if you can sustain that over the course of a full season, what I think this year will provide, it's not about wins and losses or making the playoffs or not. I think that this year will provide some very exciting moments, some very fun moments, and a lot of development and a clear picture on a lot of guys on this roster for your future plans. Because a lot of these roster spots need to get cleared up of, is he a keeper? Is he not a keeper? What tier is he in if he is a keeper? Is he one of the three foundational pieces? Is he a, a swing piece in the rotation? Is he a back into the roster guy? Is he not in the roster guy? Like tearing off these guys will be very important this year and get easier this year. And then 2023, I think that you have a good draft pick and a, and a very loaded NBA draft. I think you have a good draft pick and a loaded NBA draft, and you have the tools and the, I think, motivation to use that trade market to your advantage and bring in another guy who can solidify and, and, and tie in this roster together with another NBA-proven guy and an NBA-proven win-ready type of trade for a star or you know slightly less than a star, whatever you think you need at that point to win, and go for it in 2023, 2023-24 season. So that's where I'm at still. Where are you at? I just laid out the formula. I think we'll, that it will take to win games. How do you think the Thunder will win games this year as a formula in this season. Let me know down below on the comment section on YouTube. Also on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Tomorrow will be our first roster projection. Friday, we're going to have a mailbag podcast. So put your questions as well down below. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.